How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. Thank what you, up, Alex Caceres, for the intro yet again. Welcome, everybody, to Story of the Fight. My name is Romero. That's my boy, Will. This is where we cover all things mixed martial arts, man. Today we're going to be covering UFC Vegas 87. Not only will we be covering UFC Vegas 87, but we'll, I guess you could say a, a watch party, right? A fight companion, whatever, for the main event. Uh, we'll walking cover, out right now. They're walking out right now. We'll cover some of the fights from earlier in the event, but also we'll be covering 166. Yeah, 1-166. One, 1-1. One, one. Um, one, one, six, six. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to cover... We're going to do a live watch along for Rosenstruck, and then we're going to cover the UFC card. We're going to cover one. There's going to be timestamps down below if you're not watching this live. It's going to be fun. we got Rosenstruck yeah, and- walking out right now. By the way, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. This is your first time joining us. Uh, we try to hop on. We try to make it every Sunday, right, Will? But sometimes yeah. life happens. Today we're having to do this Saturday, but it's cool because it's like a little mix. You know, We're doing a little watch along and, yeah. and a recap. Why not? Keep you on your toes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but also some fighter interviews that we get in there as well. Uh, you know, YouTube shorts. YouTube, definitely the way to go about it, though, because we post pictures yeah. so you can follow along as we do it. Hey, by the way, shout out to the boy, Jesse Strader. Look at this shirt. Dude, it's sick. How clean is this shirt? Shout out to Jesse Strader. We just had uh, Nick Griswold on. He's fighting tonight at 209 Beatdown. Show him some love. For and sure. Shout out Blunderbub for coming in live. Don't worry, guys. We'll watch Game Bread tonight, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> shout Austin, out shout out Austin. Man. Once, Austin, once 166 yeah. was a hot mess. I've watched them religiously for like six or seven years now, and I've never seen them have a card like that. I forgive them though, because every other card has always been bangers. Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. You know we what? Uh, we we were kind of talking about how, for the most part, it's bangers. Yes, and just recently. It feels like the UFC is just putting on this, these cards that just drag. And I mean, tonight yeah. we have uh, Gazi versus Rosenstruck. No disrespect, right? But uh, hey, maybe uh, maybe not a main event. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, what's funny is this is the card that they tried to have in Saudi Arabia, and the Saudis were like, "No," we're good. and they're we're like, good. "I guess we'll just take it back to the apex." Keep, keep it in, which apex. is why, and they're like. Said. Dana's like, they never, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. We, we're doing one with them later. And it's like, well, then why is John Anik here at the Apex? And why is it starting at 1030 in the morning? <laughs> because they, <laughs> they kept the time slot and John was already booked because they thought oh, they'd be out there. Hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, shout out Genevieve. Agreed. The whole night was so weird. Yeah, it was a, it was an off night. But also, then, you know, they're going to Qatar. It's like there's a lot of travel. It's, there's a lot, it's hard to do something like that. It's hard to do something like that. For sure. But uh um, yeah, we got. What do you think strength. of the the, the fights earlier so far? So far, okay on this one. The there's first some ones? decent fights. We're gonna skip right. some. We're gonna skip the co-main event when we switch to the recap. Um, but there's some fun fights to talk about. You know, some people shut up. <sighs> some uh, again, shut up. Absolutely. 
They need yeah. yellow cards here, though, is what I'm going to say, though. UFC Blunder needs Bob yellow says, cards. Yeah, Blunderbub says first five fights were still solid, I maintain. If you're talking about one, I definitely agree. Those were very fun. Pocket Monk. Shout out Pocket Monk. Absolutely. And actually, some All of right. the first fights of this card were pretty good, too. Um, but yeah, they're doing the tail of the tape right now. We're going to have the clock up on my camera right here so you guys can time it and watch it with us. Gazi, first fighter to represent Bahrain. I think we were just talking about this. I am looking forward to Formula One in Bahrain tomorrow. <laughs> I am. One, dude. dude, I'm so stoked that you have no idea. No, I do. <laughs> I never thought I'd be super into Formula One, and your boy's been just chomping at the bit to see Formula One. <laughs> That's crazy. I know, man. Uh, let's see. Also, Rich is not here, so the show might be a little clunky because I'm doing everything <laughs> right now. Uh, let's see. Okay. We're going to. Sal Diamato on this one? Sal Diamato, dude. Hey, I feel like Mark Goddard's been getting a lot more hood tattoos recently. Bro, dude, Mark Goddard's shredded right now, huh? He's shredded. He's got those tats all over his arms, dude. You don't want to mess with Mark Goddard. No, dude, no. Austin says, Makayev, uh, that last fight earlier, I don't give a fuck. Perfect example of why one has better rules. Yes, but we are actually going to talk about something that I do not like about the one rule set. The one thing that I could cherry pick about their rule set that I'm not a fan of, we will talk what? about later. I what? Know. I know. That's crazy. It's crazy. This must have really gotten to you while you were watching the fights. Uh, not so gears. much. Not so much, but it's like, if we're going to do this, we should probably do this, huh? Um, but we'll cover it. We'll talk about it. right now. Uh, it's a good teaser. Right now, we got to pay the respect to Jairzinho. Uh, Jairzinho Rosenstruck. Absolutely. All uh, right. This has potential to be a very quick knockout or a very slow heavyweight gas fest. Yeah, please let it. Uh, <laughs> please let it be fast. <laughs> Vulnerable says, "If it's about the throws, you're wrong." But I still appreciate you, bro. Ooh, a hint towards later, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay, so Gazeev is just taking mask, a look huh? at Gazeev real quick. Uh, <laughs> Martin Boudet, Greg Velasco uh, were his last couple fights. Greg Velasco in the Contender Series. So this is his second fight in the UFC. Undefeated. How tall is he? Like six foot six or something? Jesus Christ. Uh, let me see here. He is the six four. Oh, allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. MMA six four. UFC six four. Yeah, UFC. All six, right, we got four. round one. Here we go. Here we go. My favorite uh Rosenstruck fight is still the against Nganu. <laughs> oh damn, dude. You do them like that? <laughs> well, dude, I'm not. I, I don't dislike them. But I just like how they both just decided to bite down on their mouthpiece and just have at it. Why not? Why I mean, not? was he on the wrong side of the, the receiving end there? Yeah, dude. The uh, doctor's one. Ooh, oh, clipped with the right hand, right as he was coming in. Very good. He's deceivingly fast, though. Rosenstruck. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's the output. You know, he just needs to. Uh, Austin says, I predict Gazeev by lane prey and eventual finish because Rosenstruck can't defend. <laughs> we have seen him struggle on the ground. But I don't know if Gazeev is necessarily someone as talented as... Uh, who did he just fight? Um, the guy who's fighting uh, Curtis Blades next. I can't think of his name. Jalton Almeida, sorry. Oh, Jalton Almeida. There's an entry from Gazeev, but it didn't really, really commit to it. 
Yeah, you know, uh, Rosenstrike's always seemed a little shorter for the uh, the division, huh? For heavyweight, yeah. Do you think he'd be good at uh, light heavy? No. No? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's got it. I think he's as high as he is because he's in heavyweight. Okay, I see what you're saying. No disrespect. No disrespect. He's hit a With ceiling yeah. at heavyweight, heavyweight and the ceiling's higher at heavyweight because of the uh, the level of uh, talent he's facing. Yeah, and also, you know, you can just end a fight that you maybe should have technically lost, which is to one punch at heavyweight, you know? Yep. That power doesn't Not really setting up that entry late. for Gazeev, huh? There we go. No. Continue working Big off that jab, Gazeev. Does he know? The right straight Lord, is one, nice from Rosenstrike. When he throws the overhand, it's a little bit too much, but the straight is nice and it's landing. Yellow card now. <laughs> Dude, they don't want me in there with yellow cards, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> they don't want me in there. <laughs> that was a nice right hand there from Gazeev and a good jab from Rosenstrike. Yeah, Gazeev wearing it already. Yeah, the straight punches have been good from Rosenstrike here. But that's what happens when you just walk forward the whole time. Those straight punches, you're going to walk right into them. There we go, because he's starting to move his head a little bit. There we go. I don't know if you knew this, Ramiro, but if you move into a punch, it actually does more damage. No way. <laughs> Science. Law of inertia. Is it? I think so. I think it's uh, an yeah. object stays in motion until an external object stops <laughs> it or some crap That's like, like that. That's, no. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Something like that. Now I'm going to have Austin's, to look it up. We should look it up. Austin says we need Oprah to start handing out yellow cards to these events. You get a card. Or just get dude, Olivia I, in there, dude. Olivia is out there like Oprah. Hey, I'm digging <laughs> Throwing it. Throwing them bro. out there. I'm digging it. <laughs> I'm not saying it's All a bad right. thing. Getting that whisk, wrist control. Yeah, Rosenstrike's got the overhook there. That's the move. If You want you want to get that overhook on the backside and then wrist control on the other so that they can't... Um, they can't uh, get down to your legs. Because if Gazeev tries to drop right now, yeah, he's got the underhook, but that he's pinching him with that overhook. Rosenstrike is. Okay. Because you've just straight up full on stopped paying attention to the fight to look at Mark. Yeah, to, to look at my eyes. <laughs> saw that too. Oh, big oh, knee by Rosenstrike. Nice oh, trip there from Gazeev. Yeah. But only a minute left. Not the worst place to be if you're Rosenstrike. But also, defend yourself. Yeah, and this is going to be... Uh... And just flat on his back here from Rosenstrike. He's not trying to get to a hip or anything. No, and then even that half guard that Rosenstrike seems to have in there doesn't seem like it's very solid right now. So it looks like Gazeev could possibly get into a full... Oh, no, it's locked in a little bit better now. A little bit. It was really one thing that I have noticed. First. Yeah, one thing that I have noticed with Gazeev is he does slow down a ton to the point where like his punches look like they're underwater later in fights. So it could be interesting to see him if this fight carries on. Whereas you know Rosenstrike, he can he can last and still land that knockout shot at the end of fights like he did with uh, Overeem. Okay, there we go. So this already went uh, longer than I thought it would. Well, what I say, I said it's either going to be a quick knockout or it might be a oh, long no. one. 
Uh, by the way, Will, I had to look it up, and it is the law of inertia, my friend. Oh, look at you. But that's not yeah. – object in motion stays in motion. That's not – what's that? That's uh, not, so uh, an object in motion will remain in motion unless a net force acts on it. But that's not – that's not the uh, same that's as – That's what it's called. It's, it's Newton's first law of motion. It's the law of inertia. But is that – you add – if you move into an impact, it multiplies the uh, – that's a different thing, right? That's a different – law uh no it says it's unless acted on by an unbalanced force hey how about we have to start getting into science to try to make this exciting right now <laughs> that's so good that first how about round that, guys? That's, that's how good <laughs> oh man a uh, nice little trip there any from, science uh, teachers out there right now yeah they're like these guys are idiots <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he I looks said, tired Rosenstruck do be quick though, and that's what I'm saying. He's like a Ooh. deceivingly fast. Genevieve says, "For every force, there is an equal and opposite reaction." Thank you, that. Genevieve. Shout out, Genevieve. Ooh, nice little left hand there from Rosenstruck. Yeah, and I'm wondering if uh, this is going to make uh, Rosenstruck a lot more hesitant now uh, to throw any of the knees that he was throwing earlier, because really that's what got Genevieve. him in trouble. Yeah, he was defending against the fence fine until he threw that knee because he just reached down, grabbed it, and got the dump. Nice little inside step up inside leg kick for uh, Rosenstrike. That could set up the right hand. Yeah, dude, that's where he needs to stay, really. That right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need to get all fancy. Uh he's not doing anything out of the ordinary. Just keep it simple. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't want this match to go five rounds, so be more reckless, huh? You want to see uh, Wonder Boy Rosenstrike? Wonder Boy. <laughs> <laughs> HLB Comer. Shout out HLB Comer. What kind of cup was that? <laughs> and Austin oh, says, yeah, I'm leaving if there's homework. That's a Stanley Whoa. right there. Break in somewhere to get that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, got it for my, uh, was it for my birthday or for Christmas? I don't know. It was one of those things. Somebody else broke in somewhere for it. Yeah. <laughs> Doing work. Okay. Jab's decent there from Gazeev. Yeah, but he needs to uh, use it more often, huh? Yeah, the output's pretty low there from Gazeev. Yeah. Look, look, look. Like he's going. Oh, good head move there, by Okay. Yeah. Was that Mayweather in there right now? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the head movement. Oh, nice step oh, in knee from Gazeev. That was nice. You, you could hear the reaction. Yeah. HLB Austin says, says I'm leaving boys. if there's homework. <laughs> yeah. How's the weekend going? The weekend's good, dude. Weekend of fights is always good. HLB Comer, always a nice guy asking, man. You know, pretty good so far. It's busy trying pretty to shuffle good. around, huh? Yeah. He needs to go to that leg kick a little bit more, too. Yeah, because Eve looks exhausted, huh? He looked exhausted, nice exhausted after the first like couple minutes. Well, you know, he doesn't go traditionally, doesn't go very long in fights. Oh, nice jab. HLB Comer, Austin, Genevieve, Blunderbub. Hope you're all having a good weekend as well. There he is back on that single leg. Does he get the same trip? No, he switches. 
drives him back into the fence, lifts the leg again, yeah, and yeah. Rosenstruck keeps yeah. him up with that overhook. Shout out Keith joining us now. Hey, shout out Keith. What's going on, gents? You know, just watching this Apex event. <laughs> just watching this Apex event. <laughs> Abu Dhabi. Yeah. <laughs> Apex and Abu Dhabi, yeah. Colleen, hey, shout, shout out Colleen. Shout out us. Good uh, head placement there by Gazeev up against the cage on uh, Rosen Strike. Yeah, Genevieve, apart from waking up at 4 30 in the morning for one, it's been okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do a live stream for that, but weren't able to, unfortunately. Oh, nice knee there from uh, Gazeev. Oh, I'm liking oh, nice. uh, Rosen Strike up against the fence here. Yeah, he needs to get out of there quickly, though. Yeah. HB Comer says, yeah, the time is better. HB Comer, oh, what yeah. time is it for you right now? Yeah, I'm sure this is a perfect time for him. You think? I think it might be uh, might be brutal. <laughs> Jeffy says that we know Romero's old and sleepy. 100%. <laughs> to his credit, that was not uh, why we couldn't do it. <laughs> HB Comer, see, dude, that's a that's a tough time, man. That is, that is. He says, "Why is uh, this guy in a main event? Uh, which one?" <laughs> yeah, all you of the above. Either way, huh? all of the above, man. Yeah, and uh, I mean, even taking a look at Rosenstrike, right? Like, I went through. Uh, H- wait, H- hold H- on. H.B. Comer <laughs> says the fat one. And again, I'm going to ask, which one? Which one? <laughs> oh, man. No disrespect. But uh, Rosenstrike, so I went through and I uh, read off some of Gazee's last fights, right? So Rosenstrike lost to Almeida. RNC yep, round one. one. That was a bad one. He Looked beat uh, Chris Dacus, but let's be real. Uh, so did a lot of other folks. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect. That's going to be the uh, theme of the episode. With all due respect. With uh, all due respect. Uh, he lost to Alexander Volkov before that. He lost to Curtis Blades before that. He uh, did beat Nagusa Sakai. That would have, uh, was he all roided <laughs> out? Com- I think? Bro, HOV Comer's on fire, dude. The bald one. <laughs> and again, <laughs> which one? <laughs> Next is the one with the beard. Yeah, the guy with the beard. Well, Genevieve says, some disrespect. <laughs> Well, you can't just say with all due respect and then just say whatever you want after. Sure as hell means That's I can. That's exactly what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, dude, Rosenstrike's been doing this for a while already, you know. Uh, yeah. He was he was on fire when he went up against yeah, Francis Ngannou. Uh, uh, he, he was undefeated going up against Francis Ngannou. And then, yeah, yeah that was, was really? derailed. Yeah, he was 10-0 uh, when he was facing wow. Francis Ngannou. Um we got round three here. Now, apparently, he had lost in kickboxing before, but in MMA, he was undefeated. He has some uh, belts in kickboxing, I'm pretty sure, too, huh? Don't have to defend I'm, takedowns in uh, kickboxing. Was that the one that he lost at Super Combat World Grand Prix in 2013, Will? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> as much as I'd like to say I was following that event, uh, no, I was not. Okay, I mean, his biggest win, he beat uh, Alistair. 
Yeah, Alex the one that Overeem. he was losing the entire fight until he dropped him once, so they stopped it. Yeah. Like, Probably shouldn't have. Is that the one where he split his lip like all crazy? It is. Like, yeah. Gnarly? Oh, the leg kick is good from Rosenstrike here in this third round. The outside leg kick. By the way, I really uh, regret not saying hi to Alistair Overeem at the airport when I should have, dude. I know, I know, I should have. I'm just always under the impression, like, oh, they're probably like get bugged all the time, and you know, people are, you yeah. know, asking for autographs and pictures all the time. But then I was sitting there, I was like, I don't think I've seen one person go up to him. I don't know if anybody knows who this guy is right now. Yeah, <laughs> he could have been like, this is actually pretty sick. This dude knows who I am. The jab is money from uh, Rosen Strike. And yeah. same with that outside leg kick. It's a head movement from Rosenstrike, huh? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. He came back over with the with the right. Countered. Very nice. And there's that jab again. Oh, dude. Mouthpiece is out, out there looking like... Uh, he can't breathe, dude. He looks like uh, Raul Rosas right now. Look at his face. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> Look at him. Keep jabbing him in that nose, dude. That's money. You know, and leaning forward so that you can get jabbed easier is not the best uh, defense. Yes, not the best strategy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, Keith says, Ramiro, you missed the one stream. It was a good one to miss. Seriously, the highlight of the first red card DQ for non-action by Herb. So that was just one of those nights. Yeah. I, uh, we are going to cover those fights, uh, Keith. Ramiro did get I, to watch. I did watch those for sure. I, I just unfortunately couldn't watch all of them live. I watched as many as I could live up until I had to work. And I, same, and then I went to work and I continued to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. May or may not have done that. I like the jab to the body from Rosenstrike. Usually you try to do that to draw out like a left hook co uh, counter so that you can then counter that left hook, but Gazeev is just too tired to even throw that counter. So he's just scoring free points on the jab of the body. Man, the jab, is, he's just beating him up. I will say this, though. Both these guys, uh, more action than Bullard uh, the other night, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. HLB Comer says, least... is this the worst main event ever? I don't know. Uh, that had Francis to have gone versus... Nganu and Derek Lewis. Yeah, it's got to be. That would have uh, definitely had uh, Herb Dean pulling out multiple red cards throughout the night. That was a main, right? Pretty sure that was a main. Yeah. Jesus looks like Gazeev is asking for the jabs. He 100% is. Uh, Austin says, Rose versus Carla 2 still exists. Not even the same stratosphere. <laughs> as, <laughs> that was bad. That was, that was that bad. Too. I think it's between those two. Rose and Carla and then Francis versus... Uh, because he's walking straight forward, but with his hands even lower than they were it's when like, he started off the fight, man. His answer, well, he's exhausted. His answer to the jab is uh, like to try to retreat back. Like, maybe he'll <laughs> like hit the mitt right now, you know? Yeah. Well, he's trying to lean back away from the jab, but that's not working. He, what he should be trying to do is slip to the outside of the jab so that he can counter. Instead, he's still just getting hit by the jab, trying to retreat, but he's not fast enough. And he's walking him down and just getting jabbed in the face, dude. He's got really no answer right now. This is crazy. Yeah, this is rough. Jarzino super like <laughs> Rosenstrike, huh? 
<laughs> HOB Comer says the ref should call us stop and bring in the slap table. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. <clears throat> a good right hand there from Gazeev, but it's really just because Rosenstrike is starting to get a little reckless here. If he can just stay composed and keep landing this jab. Well, I think Rosenstrike's also starting to see right now, like, hey, this this guy, I don't know if he really can hurt me right now. Austin says, so is Rosenstrike winning on damage now? Uh, there's legit no consistency in the UFC, so I don't know. Uh, I think he's winning on pretty much every single criteria right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just very little output from Gazeev overall. Yeah. Dude's exhausted. Like I said, dude, there's, in his last fight, like later on, but he got the finish from what I remember. Um, but he's throwing these punches that literally look like he's underwater. And it's like, that's with no no adversity coming back at him. So it's like, yeah, unless he gets that early knockout, I don't think he really has the tank to do this. You know, And again, this might be the reason to your point, Will, that uh, Rosenstrike's like, yeah, I'm good at the heavyweight division. Like, I'm good. Yeah, there. exactly. I don't, I don't need I to go down? down a light heavyweight. Look at that. Oh, Genevieve hey, was, shout out Bisping so for excited shouting right now. right now. Did you hear that? Bisping said that said? jab is the story of the fight. Oh, thank you, dude. He's actually he's actually talking about our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Good. we got round four. All right, this is the fourth round right now. This is the fourth round right now. There's some head movement, some side to side head movement from Gazeev. That's better than. Oh, but he gets cracked as he comes in. For the first uh, 30 seconds, it'll be that way. And then after that, he's like, oh, that's right. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And maybe not even 30 seconds. Maybe it's just cover championship round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude. You know how there's uh, legendary fighters? There's uh, Midnight H.O.B. Comer, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God, dude. 46 head strikes, huh? Doubled him up to the head, tripled him on the body. 16 to 2 on leg strikes. I mean, just. Oh, okay. Oh, big oh, left hand there from Rose Strike. Little burst? Because he's trying oh, to take clinched. him down. He got that single leg again. Does he have the hands locked? No. Oh. And he's exhausted. All right, the commentary all night tonight have been talking about defending single legs by putting your leg back down. Like, it's like, that's what you have to do. And it's like, yeah, no shit, dude. Why even, Why would you even say that? They have your leg up in the air. What you want to do to defend it is put it back on the ground. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think everybody knows that. They're acting oh, like, oh, awesome. did you see that? He didn't get the takedown because Rosenstrike got his leg back down. You know. Because I mean, the takedown was you, over. At you that also point. have to think about though that they've been watching the same event we have. True, dude. You know what I mean? True. They're they're trying to make but talk about right now from all these legs that are tossed away. But it's not just the bottom half. You know, it's not just your legs that you have to worry oh, about. It's your no upper body too. Again. It's just because his his beard sticks out a lot in the front. That's all it is. Is that what it is? It's gotta be. It's gotta be I mean, said. <laughs> Dude, Gazeev looks like he's physically in pain and exhausted. Hey, um, by the way, are the A's? Yeah, awesome. It's legit the equivalent of saying when he punches you, you want to avoid it. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly the same for thing. Sure. For sure. Uh, are the A's moving after all? It's still up in the air. Really? They still don't have any renderings for the Vegas Stadium. They don't have any 
plan. Oh, big right oh, hand. Nice. Strike. Another there right hand. There we go. Rosenstrike starting to pick it up now. Another right He's hand. feeling himself. He's feeling himself. He's like, there I'm pretty sure this guy's dead Put by now. Put on the pressure. Oh, big Put on the pressure. right hand. But then you forget, Rosenstrike also has terrible cardio, and he might also blow his water. I don't know, man. Compared to Khajiv, this guy looks Compared like Kobe to Covington right now. Look at him. Yeah. Just nonstop. Yeah, I mean, it's something, okay. huh? Yeah. He's <laughs> looking a bit labored. Yeah. For sure. A bit labored, for sure. And that jab continues working, man. Look at it. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, maybe Rosenstrike's just saving it for the fifth round, you know? He's going to. I think he's content with this, dude. He tried to put him away there. I'll give him that credit. He did. He did. He picked it up. But I think that might have done him in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He definitely thought, hey, there's another round left. I'm not going to be able to put him out right now. Let me slow the pace down. Don't let Gazeev just stand there, though. Yeah. It should be Comer Jesus. I thought this was the fifth. No. It feels like it. But yeah, there's been a few times where uh Gazeev just stands there, like flat footed, no movement. And if you're a uh, Rosenstrike, like I know he's exhausted, but don't give him any chance. Throw a jab, do something, do anything while he's just standing there. Look, yeah. there he goes again. Look, there he goes again. There we go. Rosenstrike's like, dude, come on, bro. You're a joke. <laughs> And this guy was 12 and 0, huh? Hey, shout out to uh, uh, Mark Goddard for just being on that so that if that didn't turn into a break. Because a lot of times guys will kind of like loosen their mouthpiece so that when they get hit, it drops and they get a breather uh, yep. from the break. But Mark Goddard was right on that. Keith no says body breaks. shots. Let's go. Yeah, seriously. Let's get some body shots going. He's thrown the jab to the body a lot, but nothing. I'd like to see like, oh, Rose is struck with oh, the nice. shot to right hand. Holy smokes, like he's Michael Chandler there we go. in there. Hey, that was a nice little level change, man. And then he said, I'm sorry for that late knee. Yeah, <laughs> but also not too sorry. <laughs> what a All fight. Right. Uh, this is probably my favorite part of the fight so far because this is an indicator that there's just one round left. Um, yeah. <sighs> so, hey, we're not going to cover the Tyson-Pedro fight. But we're not going to cover the Tyson Pedro fight. I did want to mention that he retired at the end of the mm-hmm. fight. Uh, he says that you know he has other dreams that have uh, come about, so he's going to pursue other dreams. Uh, he lost to uh, God. What was that guy's name again? Which one? The guy that Today? he lost to Petrino. Yeah, Petrino, Petrino, the Brazilian. So uh, see you later, Tyson Pedro. Man, it's been fun. It has been. Watching your fights. Yes. Petrino uh, now 11-0 undefeated. Yeah. So props to him. Wait, hold on, hold on. What's DC saying? He's arguing with his corner? Are they trying to call it? Oh, no, no, no time. What are they doing? What's Mark Goddard? Goddard called time. They're bringing the doctor in? 
Oh, he wants to translate. What did he say to the corner? Oh, wow. What did he say? He's stopping it so that he can understand the translation? I think, God, I think he said he wants out to his corner, but they were not letting him, maybe. Saying he can't see? Good on Goddard, huh? Yeah. He's calling it. Thank you, Goddard. Dude, Goddard, Goddard is money, dude. Goddard is money. He is. Don't forget, three years ago when we did our first ever award show, your boy here handed Mark Goddard the referee of the year. Yeah. He's good. He's solid, dude. He's, solid. He's always been good. Goddard All heard right. him say something to his corner in another language and was like, what was that? Wow. Great. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's, that's really great good. Great ref. That yeah, is yeah. fantastic. That's a good refing this, uh, this week, huh? Oh, this entire weekend has been so phenomenal with refing, dude. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 hey, today started off a little dicey with Tonyoni. Hey. You know, but it's not an dicey. event. It's not an event if yeah. Tonyoni doesn't have something going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm done with Tyone, man. Honestly, I don't think he uh, needs. I don't think he needs that job. He's the sweetest ref there is. Yeah, until you're the one getting knocked out. <laughs> oh, that jab hey, was really good. Not piss me again. Calling out story of the fight. Appreciate it. Thanks for the shout can, out. Can we? We need to just clip, saying that. We need to start clipping. Uh, we need to start clipping anytime they say story of the fight on like broadcasts and stuff, and then just use that as a promo. <laughs> as an intro? <laughs> yeah, dude. Just all the time. Yeah. From, oh, like, this thing, from DC, from Rogan. To... <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, oh, H.B. Comer says, so how do you see Francis versus AJ going? I, I don't think I could ever guess because what he's done so far, I mean, realistically, AJ should beat him. I think AJ probably outpoints him and wins him. Either finishes him uh, in the like tenth or the eleventh, um, or or wins by decision. But it's like you just cannot count Francis out. But you know you what? I, what's crazy is I I want to watch it like really bad. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be you awesome. know what I mean? Oh, he dropped so, Tyson Fury. Uh, also, uh, have... I just noticed we might get copyright claimed because the reflection of the fight is playing behind you. Uh, oh no. <laughs> I did Is not really? realize that. Yeah. We're, oh, we're probably fine. no. We're probably fine. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, It wasn't no. a pay-per-view. What are you going to do, you know? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I normally have it on the other monitor uh, when we do this. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. In the words of Max Holloway. Yeah. All right. Um, but, yeah, we... this fight. I guess we can cut it here, right? Do we want to watch yeah, his, his interview? I don't really no, care, to be honest. No, I don't. All right. I'm taking that off. Let me hang this up so that we don't get copyrighted for anything else. There we go. Oh, let's cut it. All right. All let's right. Let's move into our actual episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, was, hey, thank fine. you, everybody, for joining us. And, you know, I hope everybody kind of likes the idea that maybe we do that more often, even if we tune in during the, the co-main event or the main event and we can watch along together and then – Go straight yeah. into the recap. You guys let us know what y'all think. Uh, but we are going to be covering UFC Vegas 87. We just went through and saw Jarzinho Rosenstrike go against Jamil Gazeev. Um, weird stoppage there. Uh, I think we mentioned earlier as well that we're not going to mention or talk about, uh, not mention, but talk about Tyson Pedro versus Vitor Petrino. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's the first fight we're going to cover Alex Perez versus Mohamed Mokayev. 
Yeah, I mean, real quick, let's just because uh, we're actually no, let's just move on. Uh, Austin says, uh, "I love watch parties. Definitely do more." Shout out Austin. For Shout sure, Austin. I love doing them. Uh, the watch parties and stuff—they are fun. Uh, yeah, but especially yeah, when everybody's hopping on like this, I, I think I've said it before. It's like legit being in a room with a bunch of friends and just chatting it up, cracking jokes. Yeah. you know. Yeah, it's great. Uh, HB Comer says, "I wonder who produces this fine show." Uh, normally it is Rich the Casual, but if you've noticed that it's a little clunky, it's actually because Rich is out right now because it was a last minute shakeup to do it tonight. He couldn't make it, yeah. so your boy is filling in, uh, and we're going to make it happen. Um, <laughs> but shout out Rich, uh, because the fact that it is very noticeable when he is or isn't here, it's like, he's good. He's on. Yeah. He's on the money, right? Um, but Respect yeah, that. we're going we're gonna to go ahead and get started. Uh, Alex Perez versus Mohamed Mokayev. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Uh, Mohamed Makayev, hey, I was expecting straight wrestling right away as soon as he got started, right? And mm-hmm. he, he decided to stay on his feet a little bit longer, uh, decided to trade. Dude, he gets clipped early. Uh, Makayev by Perez a little bit. Right? Um, mm-hmm. But Makayev, I think, had four finishes going into this. He's stepping up in competition. And so it, it made me think, okay, like if we continue seeing those quick finishes, the dominating performances from Makaya, which I guess you could say it was pretty dominant, right? But uh, were you impressed? Uh, I'm impressed because he got the win, right? But it, it's one of those fights kind of like uh, Marab versus Jose Aldo where like nobody really landed any offense in this fight. But because one person was defending the entire fight, they ended up being the loser, right? Because defense doesn't score points. Yeah. but. You know, when you shoot 20-plus takedowns and you only get three or four, that's not super impressive to me, um, especially because, like, Marab versus Aldo, at least Marab, when he's shooting all those takedowns, he's it's with forward pressure, whereas Makayev is really just dropping down to a level change, but he's not really driving through with it. or It's, it's almost like it's an attempt to start grappling, but it's not a takedown attempt, if that makes sense. Like, he's not – he's never going to get to make stops. it look like he's getting hurt. Because I've noticed that no, sometimes it's during so. the exchanges too, and the, the way that he drops is weird. Well, I think that's just because he was gassed, dude. I mean, you anybody who's shot in on a takedown and has been sprawled on, and you get pushed back to where your feet are under your hips, and you're getting pushed down on your hips, and your legs don't work anymore, and you're trying to push out with your legs, and they, and you're gassing your legs out. I just don't think he could drive anymore. Because um, if he's trying, he's not trying to look hurt. Maybe you do that once. But you don't do that yeah. 18 more times after it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't know. I, Perez did such a fantastic job of defending the takedowns and the grappling transitions. Makayev hit some cool peek outs every once in a while. Um, those were cool. But that's kind of it, right? Austin says, uh, I just really hate how wrestling defense doesn't get any credit in the UFC. This fight is proof of why grounded knees should be legal. Perez would have been completely or would have completely changed the energy of that fight. Could not agree more. I think defense, I understand the, the notion that like defense is its own reward because it allows you to stay in the fight. But I think the scale should start tipping at a certain point. If you're shooting 20 takedowns for the whole fight, you're not really landing any offense yourself if they're all getting defended, you know what I mean? Like, yep. It's, it's weird. Um, I don't know. So what's next for, uh, Um, they're saying a win over this gets in Pantoja. 
I think Patoja uh, smokes him. There was a cool suplex. That was awesome. That was sick, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, would have been DQ'd if it was in one, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Little teaser. Um, yeah, but he but he got the win, right? Um, he hit some cool things, but but ultimately, I was more impressed. Here's the thing: defensive defense doesn't score, but effective grappling does. So there's like a weird kind of like, aren't they the same thing? You know, mm. like if yeah. you're defending takedowns, but not just defending the takedown, but then threatening the ninja choke, uh, crushing their hips, trying to circle back out or shrugging them off. Like that's effective grappling. No, it's just it's just kind of weird gray area, not gray area, almost like a double standard, or like double negative yeah, yeah. or something. I don't know. It cancels itself out in a weird way. Uh, Makaev is not ready for a title shot at all, in my opinion, because Pantoja is so good on the ground that I think he gets smoked on the feet by Pantoja. I want to. I'll, I'll see it though. I'll, I'll see watch it. it. Uh, but I. But it. I agree. I. I don't think Makayev is is ready for Pantoja no. quite yet. He did say, uh, "What did he say? He said, I was sick this morning.' So that. That's, but it's like, were you though? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> what a banger! Huh? Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell by our energy on this one, huh? Dude, this one was <laughs> rough, man. There was a few fights. Yesterday and today, that were pretty rough, but yeah. uh, we're, we're here for it either way. Which one are we going to cover next? Uh, yeah, let's move on. We're going to uh, switch to Umar Nurmagomedov versus uh, Begsat Almakan. Yeah. Uh, funny story going into this Almakan takes this fight as UFC debut. His record is a mystery. It's, what? There's a huge trail. If you want to find go down that rabbit hole, some places have his record uh like eleven and something, another one has it eighteen and something. And one, and wasn't it? Allegedly, uh depends on who you ask. Sure dog, uh someone that works mm-hmm. at SureDog did this whole deep dive on it and was posting on Twitter about it. And uh, you know, there's there's other organizations that aren't necessarily MMA in other countries that are pretty much MMA that usually get lumped into MMA records um, because it's essentially MMA, right? Um, a lot of weird, <clears throat> a lot of weirdness about it. But that being said, it was a comes in. 50, he went in uh, 15 and one or 16 and one or something like that. That's crazy. Depends on who you ask. Um, but you know, uh, he goes in, uh, Umar steps in to switch Dances in range. He, I thought he tried to switch and throw like an inside leg kick. So when I rewatched it, he really just switched stances. He did a big step in to switch stances. I think he thought Alma Khan was going to step back to like keep the distance. And instead, mm-hmm. he just met him with an overhand right that drops him immediately. <clears throat> I think it was like 20 seconds into the fight. And I was like, oh, here we go. He just got dropped by an overhand. Uh, but Alma Khan goes in on him and immediately gets taken down <laughs> immediately um and you know it was a good dc or, or i think it was actually bisping that was talking about it. he's like yeah you talk to umar and it's just we don't go out at night we don't party we don't hang out we just train it's just training 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 we don't think we just train whatever you tell us to do in the gym we're doing it doesn't matter and that's what happens if you get clipped you're st- he even said post fight uh, yeah, I got dropped. Uh, or DC was like, what, how hurt were you and stuff? And he's like, I don't know. I didn't see it. All I know is I got on a takedown. And he's like, he got touched. He was gone. Just autopilot. Takedown. <clears throat> autopilot. 
That's yeah. what happens. It's ingrained into you that even if you're out cold and you're not even going to remember what you're doing, you're still in on the takedown, and then he still gets the takedown. He's on autopilot. Medals might be the only ones that when they get hurt, their jujitsu and grappling gets better, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he so. immediately takes the back, right? It was very cool. He goes Smooth. to the body triangle. Uh, from this, it was cool because he was trying to get wrist control on uh, Almakan's right hand, push it down, let go of the body triangle, and then wrap his uh, right leg over Almakan's right arm like BJ Penn used to do, right? When you take the back, he trapped your arm. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't quite get it. Very cool get-ups from Almakan. Um, cool get-ups. Uh, Nurmagomedov broke his own record. His personal best for takedowns landed. But that's because most guys don't get up when they get taken yeah. down by him. Uh, so he doesn't have to do a ton of them. But Almakan did a good job uh, until he... I mean, the same thing. You're just constantly defending takedowns. Eventually, you get taken down and then... You can't keep getting up. It's so hard to keep getting up. Were you surprised by the scores? Uh, no. What were they? I think they gave him two 10-8s, right? Uh, I want to say one of them 30, was 30-25 and two 30-26s. Yeah, uh, that works for me. Yeah, Most of these rounds weren't close, right? The only yeah. the only round that was close was the first one, and that's arguable because he got dropped. But that was kind of it for Almacan. So I'm okay with it. Um <clears throat> I don't like how they're like, you can see why nobody above him is taking fights from him. And he has to fight guys on their debut still. And it's like, what are you talking about? He was like lined up to fight Sandhagen and he pulled out. And then mm. I think there's been like three cancellations where he was the reason they were canceled, right? It's like Sandhagen. Um, I can't pull up topology. But Jack Shore. <clears throat> Jack Shore has another one who was above him. Nathaniel Wood. Nathaniel Wood's another one. And it's like, oh, man, he actually has a ton of cancellations. Yeah, and they're usually on him. It's not like, but then it's the Ali Abdelaziz who was in his corner for some reason. I can't imagine that guy giving good advice for the fight. But uh, his his thing is, if even if it's my guy pulling out of all these fights, at the end of the day, people forget the reason why the fights didn't happen. And I can just say everybody's ducking him because nobody wants to take the fight. But in reality, Jack Shore, Nathaniel Wood, Corey Sanhagen, they do these training camps where they're spending money on the fight they get close to the fight and then the fight doesn't happen they don't get paid why would you want to entertain fighting that guy if he's doing it habitually right and it might yeah. not all be you know you have to look at each case on a case-by-case -case basis right uh there there could be good reasons and stuff like that but no that um, makes sense though so. at the end of the day it's not like to try to market it as in the guys above him are ducking him when he's had three guys above him take the fight and that he doesn't pull out or then he ends up pulling out it's like i don't really like that but yeah but he well, looks good. I mean, he's good. Yeah, Nurmagomedov gets the win, right? Uh, he <laughs> continues on his ascension. Austin mentioning uh, DZ, uh, DC really clamoring over the uh, wrestlers. and Yeah. Uh, look, if it's a wrestler and they've trained with DC at AK, it's game yep. over. It's game it's over. It's game dude. over. That's his yeah. boy. That, that is, is his, his boy, boy man. Uh, all of those guys are his brothers. So, uh, you know what? I can't blame him. Like, sure, That's he's in the him. job where he shouldn't, but, I mean, even us, after we interview uh, any fighter, we're like, man, we Whoops. we lean heavily towards that fighter. You know what I mean? We've become very biased. So It's hard um, not to. It's hard not to. And if you're in the gym with them day in, day out, that's your boy, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. <clears throat> Let's move on. Who we cover next? Uh, next, we have Steve Erseg versus Matt Danger Schnell. No, can we just take that nickname away, please? No, no, actually keep it. 
It's good. He's in danger. He's in danger. Every <laughs> time he goes in there, he's in Hey, in but he brought the danger. danger this one. He's been, you know, look, Matt Schnell, it's it's going to be crazy to say this because of the Sumadarji fight, but he does get shut off somewhat easily sometimes, right? Um, but he is tough as nails. If you watch that Sumadarji fight, he was almost out like three times, comes back and chokes him out cold. They're covered in blood. So he is tough, right? Um, and in this fight, you know, Urseg is obviously someone to watch, right? He's like a hot prospect. And his absolutely his, his boxing is at least his boxing offense is fantastic. Uh he hurts Schnell early. Uh he's mixing in cool uppercuts, all this stuff. But Schnell, dude, when he steps he steps in the pocket, it was like straight punches versus Schnell's just like hooking. You know, he steps in the pocket and he's just bop, 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 bop. and there's a couple times where he cracks Urseg. It wasn't even just the straight punches, man. Like Urseg was coming in with the one-two, but instead of coming in with the one-two straight, he was coming in mm. with one and just like hooking it just a little bit to land right where Matt Snow was going to be yeah, leaning. Yeah. And he kept on cracking him at the end of that that punch over and over again. It was so clean, man. And I mean, that's probably why the side of his face was all bloodied up there. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But so, uh, I still he loses think to, uh, Matt Schnell in the, in the pocket, man. <clears throat> but then there's the second round, and he hits him with this left hook that is beautiful. Beautiful left hook. And just shuts him off. He goes down. Right on the money. It's a walk off. Bounces KO. off the canvas. Yeah. You don't see walk off KOs at flyweight too often, huh? Ah oh, man, I'm it's glad Tanyoni stopped it. <laughs> yeah, he kind of you know had that decision made for him. Um, but this is the <laughs> this is the harder uh, picture. Hey, shout out Ganscow. Of the fight. Shout out Ganscow. Banger until he was sleeping. Um, but look at this picture. Ursa getting the win and Matt Chanel just like. What is happening? It's a tough <laughs> he, one. He dude. looks like he looks like he's lost right now. Like he doesn't know where he's at. He probably doesn't. He got knocked he's out cold huh? right now. Um, uh, let's see. But hey, but, so I mean, bangers. Just, just real quick. Is... Loses to Urseg. Loses to Mateus Nicolau. He beats Madarji. Loses to Brandon Royval. Uh, he loses to Alexander Pantoja. He's lost to Hector Sandoval, Rob Font, Tim Elliott. Um. It's tough. It, it's tough, man. And look, we, we it's a long recognize career all too. those names. We recognize all those names, but he's also 16 and 8. You know, I wouldn't say it's the best record in the world. Um, and what what has surprised me is that he has hung out in the top 10 for quite some time. I mean, when was his UFC debut? Can you get that up? What was his yeah. first UFC fight? Ba, 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 ba. First UFC fight, 2017. Do you 17? count the uh, the Ultimate Fighters? I don't. No. Okay. 2017. 2017. Uh, HB Comer says, "I respect Chanel's dedication to <laughs> but always fun." <laughs> they are always something fun. I've learned since starting this podcast is when HB Comer uh, puts something up, I read the entire thing before I read it out loud. Well, normally Rich is the one that puts the comments on the screen. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, hilarious! Always fun fights. No, and that is true. He always uh, puts on fun fights. And Simadar- the fight is one of my favorite fights that I've seen in a long Dude, time. So. What a comeback, huh? What a Absolutely. comeback. Absolutely. says, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, man. Classic. But Urseg is one to watch, huh? Can you read me through what he's done in the UFC so far? Of course I can, man. Give me just a second. Give me some info. Huh? Pull that up. I've only got Mr. one screen. Urseg. We got Matt Snell Bang, by beatdown, it says here. Alessandro Costa, <laughs> David uh, Dvorak, 
Ooh. Okay. That's a good name. It'll work. Yeah, and then uh, before that, it was outside of the UFC. Okay. Well, so far, so good. Huh? The second fight was supposed to be Chanel, if I'm not mistaken. Chanel had to pull out, and then uh, he took the short notice fight, mm-hmm. got the win, and then now he gets the, the rematch with uh, – or the they rebook it with Chanel. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's it, huh? He's been good. Uh, HB Comer says, wait until there's a donate button. There should be a donate button. I believe there is one somehow. I don't really know how that works, though. Um, yeah. It's new to us, huh? <laughs> Look at us. Look at, Look at us. it. <laughs> but, uh, right. yeah, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, we're going to move on to uh, Vinicius, Vinicius Oliveira Oliveda. versus Bernardo Sopai. Um, or as uh, DC was saying, Sopage. Yeah. Uh, holy mother of God, this fight was fucking awesome, huh? Um, I mean, Sopai, they start, and it, look, everybody's saying this is pretty much Oliveira's like time to shine. This is like his, his, uh, he's like, they're talking, about, he's invincible, blah, blah, blah. First half of the fight, Sopai's landing the big left hand, the counter, as uh, Oliveira, I think, came in a little disrespectful. Was like, I'm just going to go in there and do whatever I want to do to this guy. Uh, well, there was got all this caught talk coming about, in. Like a uh, drama at the hotel or something like that when they ran into each other and Oliveira was yelling, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to do all these things to you. And I was like, oh, geez. And then he did. Um, <laughs> yeah, he stayed true to his word. Oh, yeah. no. But, but, you know, Sopai is. Uh, He's tough. He's 23 years old, I think they said. Um, he's in there uh, in the UFC, landing good left hands. He gets the cool, some cool takedowns off, again, off of Oliveira being a little overzealous and off balance. Um, grinds him out for a bit on the ground until Oliveira... Is that a sparrow in the back of his neck? Yes, that is a sparrow okay. on the back of his okay. neck. Um, but um, after he... Oliveira ends up getting on top. He's, he, I don't remember if it was a reversal or if he's, uh, I think he swept him right and then ends up on top and immediately is landing vicious ground a pound. And Sopai's like not really able to defend very well against it. They end up back on their feet and you could tell he is done. Absolutely yeah. done. He might have won yeah. the first half of the fight, but he used all the energy to do it. And then from there on, it's just Oliveira picking his shots the leg kick was nasty the right hand was nasty um and then the finish he kicks him in the leg and pushes him so that Sopai's like holy shit my leg's giving out and he's tripping over his leg as he's like stumbling across to the fence probably thinks he's like i'm out of range yeah i'm <laughs> so safe I, I don't really have to worry about it too Which much he was out of range exhausted. he was uh and then Oliveira leapt at him like a spider monkey and hits him with a knee flush flush uh <laughs> hey shout out keith there with the donation he found it huh uh Appreciate say no to Bular's crack thank you non-action <laughs> shout out keith um but Oliveira hits him with that flying knee and Dude, he ran him at him he literally ran across the cage leapt at and him because he was outside of range uh sopai was out of range and he yeah. looks over and he sees him running. He puts his back up against the cage, and his first reaction was to like try to like stiffen up and put his hands and protection down low. Yeah, Oliveira just yeah, came flying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's and out, out, dropped like sack out, of potatoes. Out. Yeah, face first, arms down by his side. Never good. Didn't try to break. Right. says that out cold. It was brutal, like a, a Raquel Pennington interview. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Hard to watch. 
brutal like uh, Jessica I trying to hype up fights, trying to get the crowd to woof with her. If you remember that. Oh, no, I don't remember that, but I'm glad I don't. <laughs> Damn, I wish I didn't remember that. Uh, <laughs> Joey Comer says, disgusting. Uh, that was hard to uh, hard KO to watch, so probably looked dead. Yeah, he was, you know when they're like breathing real heavy too? You can see like their back. Yeah, yeah. Like, whew, that yeah. was bad. That's like the that body's like, like natural get uh, oxygen. life support system. You get know what I mean? To this brain. Yes, immediately. <laughs> because... It was scary. It was scary. Yeah. But also awesome, right? Possibly uh, knock out of the year? That's what we're here for, huh? Okay, the year contender uh, already. It's tough. Oh, also, uh Hope he's okay. Hope he's Hope's okay. So He'll be fine. Um you look promising fine. out there. You look promising out there. It's tough to win your debut. Was it his debut? I've never seen him before, I don't think. Uh, let me, you know what? I can actually check. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> uh pa, 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 pa. yes, it was his uh debut, UFC debut. And it shall be remembered the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, it really will. It's a memorable UFC, one. UFC's about to make money off that knockout, huh? Oh, dude. Every promo? Come on. Yeah. All right. You want to move on All to right. the next one? Yeah, last one we're going to cover from the UFC. We got Eamon Zahabi uh, versus not so high. How did that happen? Rich is not here. Once again, just so you guys know, it was uh, Basarat. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, man, this fight was non-stop action. And like going into it, uh, like no matter what fight it is that uh, the UFC is going to have on, the announcers have to sound, uh, sound hyped up, right? So yeah. going into it, they're like, man, can't wait for this one. This one should be an exciting fight. And it delivered. It actually were, delivered. Were you, not, were you not excited for this one? I was like, uh, I don't know. You know, probably because I had just been turned off by some of the – the other fights I had watched the previous day and and then a couple of fights earlier in the, the, the day. But, uh, look, Zahabi has been pretty good. That's my dog, dude. Uh, brother of Faraz, right? Brother of, of Faraz, yeah. Yeah. This is the, this then, is the, the two brothers fight here. Yeah. Uh, family versus family. No, no. Well, well, yeah, I guess. Basharat has his brother. Zahabi's got his brother. Um, uh Hey, so we cover says no, nobody was excited for this one. This was the one that one of the ones that I cherry picked for uh the fight because Basharat is uh definitely extremely talented. Um, but he's one of those guys that like he's really skilled, but it's not like he he he's missing something. I don't know if it's the intensity or like just the damn the ability to like the power, the power maybe because he's a very good point fighter. Yeah, you see him tapping at the low kicks, tapping to the body, the jab is nice. Um, the way he exits combinations, I really, really like. Like he's fundamentally so good, but it's like missing that danger element, you know. Mm. Um, whereas Amon Zahabi, Amon Zahabi is still very skilled as well, um, and a tough one. Like it's a tough test for prospects coming up. I think, um, you know, Basharat was uh, undisputed in here, huh? Um, <laughs> he says he looks like a he's like small Bilal. I think he's like a um if uh Ariel Hawani. He's like Ariel Hawani was a hockey player or something. Um but you know they, they were mixing it up well. It was some fun techniques in this fight. This is like a cool technique fight, um, but ultimately not super exciting. But it was interesting just because Basharat lost his uh undefeated record in this one, huh? Yeah, and he took it pretty rough, it seemed like. He was not happy. <laughs> <Look at him. laughs> 
<laughs> Perfect timing. Um, but Another great job break... uh, by Tanyoni that in that fight, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Was there any need for him in there? <laughs> no, there really wasn't. <laughs> but really um, wasn't. it also is funny because uh, Bashrat, his last fight was when he kicked Victor Henry in the balls. And then mm. for like a week after was like, no, I didn't. He quit. And you're like, uh, yeah, you definitely did. Yeah, kicked him in the balls. Victor Henry like went to the hospital for it. He was like throwing up in the back. I remember. Um, but you Jeez. know, yeah. Right. But that's that's it, right? That was that's it. it that was UFC. it. And uh, we had a couple fights that had uh, been canceled. Joel Alvarez versus uh, Ludovic Klein. Always like watching him. Um, Mohammed well, Ludovic Yaya. Klein stayed on, and he beat up a guy that uh, made his UFC debut. Right. And while they're that's talking right. about how hard his life was um he's just getting brutalized and it's like hey can we cut this please can we just like talk about the fight instead of how his dad made him fight his brothers and stuff growing up made him sleep outside and if he didn't finish his food he'd dump his food on him and and you're like i don't really want to hear this while he's also getting his ass kicked huh yeah this is maybe not the right time um uh ro rosas ro rosas jr versus ricky uh was supposed to be uh today and that was supposed to have been last weekend too right it was supposed to be last weekend. Um, Raul Rojas, uh, Rosas, um, he uh, he got sick day of, so they canceled the fight during the event. Like right before the fight was supposed to start, they canceled it. And they're like, "Don't worry, guys, we are now clear to announce that it's happening next week." And then Tercios was like, "What? I never agreed to that." Once again, the <laughs> UFC announcing fights before they're actually agreed upon. Like that's like they did it with Dustin Poirier. They did it with Costa versus Whitaker. I'm sure they asked Rosas. Like, I'm sure they asked Rosas, and they're like, "Yeah, like, do it." What yeah, did you say no to us, the UFC? And he was and like, "Nah, like, yes. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna fight." <laughs> yeah, uh, he That's had his hilarious. chance. Yeah, hilarious. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, you want to pull up the bonuses? I'm not sure who. Uh, who uh, nothing bonuses. posted yet. Nothing posted. No. All right. No, well, no, no. no bonuses case. posted yet. Uh, let's move on, man. I think we're also gonna be covering uh, one championship they had uh one 166 in uh qatar right in qatar uh anatoly malikin winner de ritter two <laughs> yeah this is dude holy smokes you texted like, me something i i was just about to say for everybody out there that has been listening to the podcast for a while and that know for the longest time will has been saying you got to watch one. You got to watch one. Finally, I was like, all right, fine. I'll watch one, whatever, right? And I text Will, I might have a new favorite fighter. Anatoly Malikin is an absolute monster, dude. Three division champion? Dude. Look, I don't care what organization it is, dude. I don't care what organization it is. If you are able to become a three division champion, that is legit, dude. Heavyweight champion. Light heavyweight champion, now middleweight champion. Look, I was I was there for uh, the the first fight at light heavyweight for the belt when he beat RDR, and uh, when they announced that they were going to do it at middleweight, which again, if you're not familiar, middleweight is two o five and one because they don't cut weight the same as uh, UFC, so it's at two o five. But I'm like, dude, there's no way, there's no way Malikin can actually get to two o five. Wait, he, he looks at up. heavyweight. Yeah, and he shows up and he's shredded, absolutely shredded. And I'm like, holy shit, the man did it! Like last the week before, 
they showed he shows up on the broadcast and they're like and and you see him he's chiseled he's like his jawline's all popping and you're like holy shit this guy's actually losing the weight he's he lost like 20 25 pounds 30 pounds of muscle and you're like how hard is it to do that while still maintaining strength right because you still have to work out you're still getting And he comes out here, and he's a fucking I mean, look at his picture pointing at his abs. Yeah. Who's that guy dude, in the middle, though? I'm not digging him. <laughs> Where's Chaudhry? Uh, yeah. But Chaudhry. RDR, uh, Genevieve says 40 pounds in a month. It's insane, That's insane. dude. Uh, but RDR is no joke either. He's no joke. RDR is very good. Um, and look, the fight starts. Malakian immediately, he's back on that Terminator Warpath Berserker mode, walking you to the fence. But RDR showed something in this fight that he did not show in the first fight. The first fight, it was just all takedowns from RDR. That's all he was trying to yeah. do. Take him down, yeah. take him down, take him down. You're not doing it. You're not taking Malakian down. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. No. Um, and instead in this fight, this whole time leading up to this, he's been Dutch kickboxing. And it showed, dude, because he had such a nice uh, step-up knee uh, up against the fence, the the he just bring his knee up to the chin of, of Malikin. Fantastic for someone who's pressuring you. He'd do a, a shifting right hand to a low kick off the same side. Money drops him with it. And you're like, ooh, is is the weight cut too much for Malikin? Look at him. Look at this picture. Yeah. And the way people the way people are talking about this fight is that, oh, he didn't feed he didn't beat anybody of of substance. And it's crazy because RDR is so good and it's not like he just ran through him maybe the finish makes people think he just beat a bum um because of like how it ended but he dropped him and the knees was were money he 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 beat a good guy in this fight he didn't just get a, a trophy you know he earned this one that first uh one where he stunned malikin was that uh was that like a modified superman like the way that he kind of like no it was just rushed shifting. forward and is he that shifted. what it was okay yeah, he shifted through the right hand on the shift and then followed it with the low kick. Yeah. And even Chachi was like, Yeah, I think his leg buckled from the low kick. Dude, and but if Malikin he was like, No, no, no. That hook after he yeah. fell, right? Because he got him with that right Dangerous. leg kick. And then he goes for that hook as yeah. uh, Malikin was falling and he just missed it. I was like, Dude, if he landed that one, that would have been rough. To Austin's point, yeah. he said it a couple times already on the chat. And he's like, He's even better on the mic. This is oh, what so absolutely good. made me fall in love with this guy, dude. Yeah. He seems. So happy, so ecstatic, so appreciative of the opportunity. Uh, I think he kept on saying, like, my dream is real. Yeah. My dream is real. Like, And I was well, like, dude, I was getting goosebumps, man. Well, dude, I mean, look at this picture, too. RDR showed out, huh? Um, but then Malikin starts going to the body. That was the big change was the body shots from Malikin, yeah. I think, right? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, well. um, the body shots were money to the point where – RDR is now shooting desperate, right? He's gassed. He's shooting desperate. Uh, and then Malikin hits him with a knee on the ground uh, that turns him over into guard. And that was it. That was it. He couldn't get back up. They had to call it because he because he he couldn't get back up. Um, all respect in the world. You see, like you mentioned, Malikin, um, uh, you know, after the fight, he's like, RDR hit me harder than anybody has has ever hit me before. He stunned me multiple times. He's this guy's one. dangerous. He's number one. Like very cool to see the respect between these two guys um, that you come to know and love with one. But uh, yeah, to Blunderbub's uh, credit too, do you see the clip of him comforting Jeremy Miato in the back? Miato got subbed by Pocket Monk early in the fight, and Malikin's back there backstage 
comforting him while Miata's like in tears. And you're like, this is the champion. And one thing that I've never seen anybody talk about online is, uh, so I was there, right, in Manila for the first fight. That was in the morning because mm-hmm. that was a prime card. It was one fight night. Doesn't have the number, but I have the uh, fucking thing right here. Sits right here all the Look time, that, right? Uh, circle side. Shout out to uh, Juan. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to uh, everybody there, huh? Ty Morshed. Shout out Mahoko. Uh, but, you know, that's early in the morning. It's, it, it started like 9 a.m. Uh, in the Philippines because it's starts at 5 p.m. here in California. So early in the morning. Then later on, they have 1161, I think. Uh, which was mm. actually uh, Pascal versus Brooks, uh, their first fight, which was also the rematch was on this card. But that was later on in the night. That was for the uh, East Asian time zone. Dude, the whole time of the second event. So Malikin knocks out RDR to become a double champ. He gets the he was the heavyweight champ. He gets a light heavyweight belt in the morning. And then that night during the other event, Malikin walks out. He's still there. Uh, he had a couple of his fighters fighting on that card too, with the second one. And he's just walking around with his belt in the crowd, taking pictures with people, hanging out with people, just oh, walking awesome, around. Man. Like, it's like the guy is so cool. I was actually we, uh, got to be in the locker room with him uh, before the RD, the first RDR fight. Um, he's the coolest guy in the world. Dude, you should have totally he, pulled a Steven Seagal and just gone over there and started giving him tips. Okay. Has somebody see. recorded it? And then after when, when RDR shoots, you got to. Oh, my God. But. You know, but that just speaks to who he is as a person, right? Is is he's walking around the Kate, the the arena later on that night after he just got a, a, his second belt, and he's not big timing people. He's walking around, just walking around the stands, not sitting in one spot watching the fights. He's just walking around. Um, Austin says, "You guys remember when Mitch got pinned between Malikin and Ali Akbar? I think it was hilarious, hilarious." Uh, in the pre-fight press conference, he tells RDR, "You're my chocolate cake. I'm gonna eat you." Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic, dude. Um, but That's and despite so all the personality, it, it, he's got both. This is he's a star. He's hundred percent a star. Um, you know, people say like, "Oh, he's fighting in one." It's not the level of competition or whatever. He's easily top five at, at light heavyweight uh, in the UFC, without a doubt, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Blunderbuff. Uh, guys always stalking around Lumpini on Fridays too. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's a man of the people. <laughs> HLB Comer says, Miro is my chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and there was Lord. a cake. There was a cake. Then he posted a cake. There was one. Um, but look, we, we talked about the fight itself, I guess. Already, uh, Malikin, I don't know what he does next. But another thing that you see, which is really cool. What, but what does one do next, though? Because think about yeah, it. I don't you know. have somebody that's holding on to three belts, heavyweight, light heavyweight, middleweight. How do you manage this now? Like I you think have... you go back up. I think you go back up. Maybe he relinquishes middleweight. I'm not sure. Um, I think maybe he you relinquish it. Um, he he did it. Some people are like he should go to 185. No, no, he can't. He cannot go to 185. That's too much. I think you go back up to heavyweight and you try to build the heavyweight division off of him. He looked um, like because... uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson when he'd fight at 170. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, skin and yeah. bones, man. He looks so unhealthy. Rest in peace, huh? Uh, oh, but look at this dude. man of the people, huh? And he shout out his wife, Anita, saying three belts. You got three? Oh, you know? such a cool picture, dude. But you know what's even cooler? You know what's an even cooler picture? Well, what is it? There's oh, yeah, that's a good one. One of the best 
It's amazing. Look at these that's twenty. Amazing. That's eighty. It's over eighty pounds that he's carrying. It's insane. Do it. Do it. I'd go grocery <laughs> shopping like that. Yeah, I would do everything <laughs> like that. I wouldn't care. I mean, just incredible. Oh, man. Really incredible. The only thing that I I wish would have happened is maybe it's because they're in uh, Qatar. Where's the confetti? Yeah, you know? yeah, I thought about the exact same thing. I was waiting for three it. belts. Give me the confetti. Um, you know, uh, Austin brings it up. Uh, his story about him and his wife moving to Thailand, giving giving up, uh, urging his dream makes the pick a lot harder. Especially, yeah, with the one with his wife. Um, you know, they talk about he came from nothing in Siberia. A lot of days, he never he didn't even get to eat food. Uh, he ends up moving. He meets Anita, uh, and they fall in love. All this stuff. He didn't have anything. She did. They still give up everything, sold everything they owned because she supported them. They moved to Thailand to, to pursue this. I, it's just a beautiful story. You know, it's just, and he seems like such a good guy. It's like, doesn't he? It's fantastic. You know, know. she's talking about him and his wife on a first name basis, his, their son on a first name basis. Uh, he just seems like such a good dude that everybody's, he's just infectious, you know? Um, hey, should be coming. Says, is that Courtney Cox? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, <laughs> Number one boss in the world. Yeah, the pros fight press conference. Chachi's hugging him. Uh, they, they just have such yeah, respect. Yeah, it's, it's just so good, dude. And and um, they also another thing that stood out to me is in the post fight press conference. Shout out uh, Nick Atkin, by the way, uh, for going out to Qatar and, and doing some great coverage and asking the right questions at the post fight press conferences that allow us to talk about these little details and stuff. But um, uh, they asked, he, I think he, it was him that asked, like, what's next? Like, what do you guys want to do? Like, what do you, what do you want to do with Malikin? Go up to heavyweight, light heavyweight, what's the move? And he was like, well, he's, he's probably going to go on vacation and probably eat all those 30 pounds back or whatever it was. And then uh, uh, he's like, and then I'll meet with uh, Anatoly and Anita and we'll figure out what's next. And it's like, damn, you're going to meet with the both of them. Like, that's bad. It's just dude. sick, dude. It's just a cool, cool thing, you know? Um, yeah. Very cool. Um, I don't know what else to say. Three belts. You know? There's nothing else to say. We'll leave it at that. My new favorite fi uh, fighter, Anatoly Malikin, dude. Damn. I remember when I tried to get you to watch him the first time, you were like, all right, all right, all right. I guess he's pretty good. Now, who is know. this clown? Anything. You're like, I don't see anything special, really. And I was like, what? Just wait. Just keep watching. <laughs> uh, Genevieve says, isn't his wife his manager? I believe so. I believe so. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice, but yeah, all fantastic. Right. Fun stuff. What's the uh, uh, next fight we're going to cover on one? Co-main event, we got Tenkai versus Tan Lee two to unify mm. the belt. Tenkai took the belt. He had to pull out, so they do Tan Lee for the uh, um, interim. He gets the interim. They do the rematch, uh, and we got a little bit of a. And then Olivier was like, "No, <laughs> I'm not doing that." <laughs> We're giving you oh, both yellow cards. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, which uh, I think. Look, go ahead. This was a bit much, in my opinion. I don't necessarily agree with the yellow cards in this one. Um, it's a title fight. It's five rounds. Dangerous strikers. Uh, obviously, dangerous strikers. It could end in a split second. Obviously, uh, especially with hindsight, huh? Um, but be a little bit more cautious, I think, in, with the yellow cards in this one. Um, it was slow, but my notes, the very last thing I put down, Tong Lee showing why he was worried to engage 
at the end of the fight, right? You have to be cautious in your approach. And I 100% agree with you because, I mean, on the last fights that we were just watching, mm-hmm. uh, I Frozen was saying, bust out the yellow card uh, now. Yeah. Bust out the yellow card now. And in this case over here with these two guys, like they were still engaging. It just mm-hmm. wasn't like it, maybe as much as uh, Olivia Costa would have liked. It, w- it was a really good chess match. Both of them are yeah. extremely dangerous. We have uh, one of them that's the champion. Uh, the other one's the interim champion. They're they're gonna fight, dude. They want bottom this the title. It's, yeah, yeah. And the first, line. first fight was a banger. First fight was a banger between these two. Um, even Chachi said he's like, yeah, it was slower than I thought it was gonna be, especially since the first fight was a banger. But a lot of times that happens, right? You get a banger and then you do a rematch, and it's like a little bit more gun shy because they felt the power of each other. Um, and in a split second, Tankai hits him with his right hand uh, and drops him, and like that was it. Do you think the crowd uh, played into this one a little bit? Yes, but up until that point, I think the crowd had been a little bit over it. <laughs> mm. I think they were a little antsy um, leading into that. But, you know. They just uh, wanted to see Malikin. Yeah, yeah, basically. They're like, get him out here, please. Yes. See these absolutely. belts. Uh, but, yeah, fantastic win by Tenkai. I think Tenkai, he's so good, dude. He's the first ever uh, Chinese male champion in a major organization. I feel like one should really be getting behind him and promoting the shit out of him because he's very, very good. Yeah. Really good. Um, what about... Uh, I think I have... Oh, yeah, last one. Gotta love it. The respect. The respect. And at the end of the uh, the event, too, where they're like uh, moments of respect or whatever, what do they call yeah, it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. And it's like... Anatoly, you know, hugging uh, RDR and then these yeah. two guys hugging and they just show all the times that everybody's all respectful to each other. I'm like, man, that's that's pretty cool. It is cool. You know, it's nice to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Think, are we uh, moving on to the next one? Yeah. Do you want to watch the knockout real quick? Might as well, huh? Which one? The tank high one. Sure. Let's just watch. It's Why quick. not? All right. It's quick. Don't don't blink. Bam. Oh. Lunging right hook? Yeah, it was nice, dude. Gave him every <laughs> chance to get to it, right? Look at this yeah. right here. Bam. Yeah. Oh, it was nicely down. placed, man. Looked like he was uh right on the jaw. Line, off huh? as he was circling there, yeah. Olivier. Yeah, stuff, huh? Let go of the fence, Olivier. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh what's the next one we're gonna cover, sir? Uh next one we're gonna cover is the spicy one of the event. Uh, Ooh. Is, get ready, Blunderbuck. Uh, it is Joshua Pashio versus Jared Brooks. Always love seeing Jared Brooks walk out, by the way. Uh, God, I know some people aren't a fan of it, but I love it. I can tell you that every time he does it, I was there for it in Manila. Everybody in the crowd does love it because it's fucking awesome comes out with there with a sick ass like battle wounded monkey mask he's throwing bananas into the crowd look at this guy look yeah i don't think he threw uh i don't think he threw bananas this time his coaches did his coach okay well yeah you know what he did throw <laughs> yeah pashiao <laughs> yeah Joshua pashiao is what he actually threw so so, so uh, sick back take, by the way yeah going into this jared brooks fantastic 
uh, I think he has a split decision loss to Pantoja, um, you know, in the UFC. He gets cut from the UFC, goes to one, becomes their champ. His grappling is no joke. His grappling is so good. Immediately in on the entry for the back take. Uh, Pasha does a good job defending that. Unfortunately, uh, in defending that, he kind of goes for like a little bit of a Kimura lock, a little bit. Uh, DC goes, don't can't lift here. Uh, Jared Brooks says, yes, you can. Um, lifts him up, gets his hips behind him like the wrestler he is. Uh, look, you see Pasio has two-on-one on that uh, left arm of uh, Brooks, uh, but Brooks elevates him, throws him directly oh. onto his head. It was scary because he's out. He drops him right on his head. Um, shout out uh, Fully Yang there, landslide. Uh, but <sighs> look, he drops him, he finishes him, uh, he well, celebrates like he wins. out out because he actually was he did defend that was nice to see right? that was like the yeah. that was good to see because you're like oh he drops right on the head the slow-mo is bad the slow-mo is harder we will show it don't worry um but uh <laughs> <laughs> it is bad uh ganskow says i had no volume and didn't watch the post fight found out hours later and you might be asking what did you find out what do you mean you watched him get slammed on his head uh and you saw him celebrate uh you found out that uh he was disqualified he was yes. disqualified and he said, oh, no. Like, oh, no, my belt. Yeah. Um, and also felt bad, probably. Uh, and it was an accident. Um, look, <laughs> in, in one, you cannot slam uh, to the head. People are saying you can't spike. There's no slams to the head. This was not spiking. There was arch. There was an arch to the throw, an arc to Shocking the throw, right? Shocking turn of events, as they Shocking turn, yeah. Uh, Pasha was in a neck brace after that. Uh, Chaudhry said uh, it was just after all testing, everything was good. Uh, just a neck strain, so that's good, right? Oof. Um, because it was bad. Was Chachi uh, pissed? Yeah, he was super upset because he did break the Ooh. rules. It's a foul. You can't slam people yeah. on the head. Um, you know, it's not good. Can't do that. Um, but he did show remorse, Jared Brooks. Uh, it wasn't like I don't think he intentionally. I don't think he knew that you know that you can't slam on the head because look, if this was in the UFC, the same exact move he would have knockout of the year. You know what I mean? Uh, Rose Namajunas. Rose Namajunas. Jessica Andrade, right? Yeah. Um, but in one, you cannot slam to the head most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes you can't. Uh, but Jared Brooks uh, posts on Instagram that night. Uh, he says, uh, Pasha, uh wish nothing but the best for you, brother. I hope you're okay. I am sorry for letting down my family and the organization. I did not do anything. Or I did not intentionally Ooh, do anything. Rough. And new congratulations. Wow. And then they got breakfast together the next morning. Oh, dang, uh, dude. Post with him, my brother. I am so happy to see you and give you a big hug. Glad to see you're happy and healthy. Congrats, champ. Had a good conversation and breakfast. Uh, he w- was with the whole team. Had breakfast with their whole team. Um, you know, classy move. Guy. Classy, move, classy move. I like that. Uh, very classy. Um, <sighs> but uh, the reason I say uh, <laughs> that it's not all the time I- illegal um, because sometimes, look, if there's a rule like that, you got to enforce it all the time yeah, yeah, yeah sometimes oh okay and who is this oh snap all good dude don't you worry about it you can slam on the head so if anybody's all just uh, listening and not watching highly suggest uh, hopping on youtube so you can see the footage yeah and uh, shout out Composa posting like straight on his head yeah, this is one one uh, one Friday fights fifty two. This was Herb also. Um, this was uh, February sixteenth, so pretty recent. 
maybe they said, hey, Herb, uh, that was illegal. Next time that happens, uh, don't allow it. And then he mm. corrected it, right? Could be, uh, that could be the case. Um, but could be. yeah, uh, in my opinion, a bad rule. Uh, if you can knee to the head on the ground, you should be able to slam people on the head. Uh, spiking should be illegal. Spiking's bad, but that was not a spike. Obviously, Pascal's okay. Sometimes they might not be okay, but this is also mixed martial arts where we are seeing people get brutalized, and it's weird to draw the line in some places. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Genevieve says Herb was super on his ref game. I'd agree. Yeah, he actually was. He, he was uh, really he good. He had a superb night. Because look, as much as I disagree with this rule, uh, it is a rule being the case. It is a rule, and he enforced it, it perfectly. It was perfect. That's he how you do it. it. He did the yeah. damn thing, you know. Um, <sighs> uh, you want to see? Right. It? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it. Let's watch it. <laughs> let's watch. Let's, it. I mean, where were? Why not? I don't know yeah. if HLB Comer saw it or not. So let's put it on. Yeah. Bam. There it is. Drops him right on his head. Finishes him off. Um, celebrates immediately because it was sick uh yeah but they said right away they're like wait he called time he didn't yeah he didn't call, call the fight. fight he called time yeah herb man herb is fucking good lately huh yeah and, and i good think lately. I too herb in one is it yeah is even better yeah 100 uh you want to see the slow-mo let's really yeah, see how yeah, it lands. yeah let's do it okay there he goes off to the side and he knows it dude he tries to put his arm <sighs> down to yeah. take most of the impact and to hopefully redirect his dude, body the neck bends. Oh, that does not the neck good. bends bad, dude. Um, okay, one more but, time. One more time. Yeah, Let's one see. more time. Oh, that is not it's good, bad. dude. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, I changed my mind. This should be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should be so says, should be says, yeah, story of the fight commission declares this a win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that was good. rough. That was rough. Uh, it was rough. Um, but, you know. Uh, we want to move on to some more good refing. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, which one are we going over to? We are going Bari to your, probably uh, your Blar. favorite favorite fight. Uh, yeah, Amir dude, I'm going to get mad covering this right now. Uh, so, it's be again, I'm newer worry. to one, right? So when uh, Arjan uh, Boulard, when I first saw him fight, Will told me about him, you know, and he was became a champion, first Indian champion, heavyweight champion. He beat uh, our boy Brandon Vera. And then, uh, you know, he, he's inactive for about a year. But in the meantime, dude's I think you're blowing being, up in India. I think you're pretty much you're being, you're being pretty generous to how I built him up to you. <laughs> being a star in India in the meantime, you did tell me. You're like, dude, this guy hasn't even fought. Is what you told me. <laughs> I'm like, dude, Malikin got the interim belt. There's no way this dude's coming back. It's just not so, going to happen. So this is how I'm introduced to him. You know, like, yeah. hey, he won the belt. He beat an older Brandon Vera. He's inactive. And so I'm like, oh, dude, what's this guy all about, right? He comes out. He comes out with that, like, big old thing. What is that? I don't know, dude. I don't know, but it's pretty sick. Uh, and so I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. I see, see him walking at, walking in. And then what I've seen from him so far is just non-impressive whatsoever, man. And yesterday, watching him fight. Well, he oh, comes yeah, out like that. And you're like, okay, he's a former champ. And he's coming. To, he's got the thing. He's fucking here for it. And then he sees Ali Akbari throwing punches like this. With this facial expression. And he's expression. like, oh, God. And he's like, no, never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Uh, and then the next thing that happens in the fight is this. Oh, just kidding. I'm not even on that model there. It's this. Because <laughs> Herb gives him two yellow cards for essentially just backing away the entire fight. Um, and then he gives him the red card to disqualify him. 
Uh, it's the second yeah. time, only the second time a fighter's ever been red carded for inactivity and not fighting. Um, pretty uh, embarrassing. But at the same time, look, people are going to say Ali Akbari should have been doing more. It's so hard. It is so hard to fight somebody who is not fighting back. It's incredibly hard. Um, it, it's, you know, you can cut hey, off the buddy. cage. You can, also, when Bilar was going, he was getting countered. I was like, oh, dude. Yeah. There's a reason why you. he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for you, dude. Like, there's nothing you could do. Like, he had no chance against Ali Akbari. So, yeah. yeah. HMB Comers is finally a fighter I can relate to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be doing the same thing, huh? Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Chatri said after uh, after the the post-fight press conference, he said uh, he he let the people of India down and they will no longer see him as a hero or something like that. Hey, I was like, that's oh. so, uh, by the way, I, dude, I'm sorry if I look like I haven't been paying attention, but your boy here has had to do some heavy research. And I found out that uh, what he carries in is a gada, which is an ancient Indian weapon. Uh, so, yeah, that's tight. what I'm saying. When, when you see that, you're like, that's pretty sick. And now that I read up on it, I'm like, man, that's really sick. If only like he carried the warrior spirit with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Genevieve says, to be fair, Alec Bari wasn't really working hard to push the action either. I think he was. It's so hard to chase somebody down and try to land shots while they're just, if they're focused on evading the whole time, it's really hard and it's really discouraging to continue trying to walk somebody down and cut the cage off and swing and miss. It's hard, you know? Well, also when I, I felt like Alec Bari's game plan was heavy around countering, which like I said, whenever... Bilar would go, he would counter, but when you have your mindset on, I'm going to focus on countering, and the person in front of you is not really going, then that mm -hmm. makes it a little bit tough, but Bilar was the one that whenever he would get countered, he would have those huge step backs and skip back, yeah. so in Herb Dean's eyes, it's like, well, whenever they do start engaging, Whoa, he dips. Thumbs up, look at that. He dips. Oh, did it come can't, through? Can't just be throwing the thumbs up up there, dude. Oh, a celebration bad, bad. here for... Hey, just peace, the, dude. Just peace. What is peace, dude? I mean? The balloons. The balloons. I don't even. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, uh, by the them. way, everybody that's watching, uh, we accidentally found out that in uh, the new uh, software, the new Mac OS. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like different things that happen whenever I do. Give me a hand. Give me a. Give me a two thumbs down for Arjun's performance, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Here we go. This is probably how he feels today. Let's let's rain on that parade. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. Yeah, uh, but that, that was uh, that was it, huh? Heavy on countering, fastest way to turn Genevieve against you. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. All right, but that's man. it. That's it. Um, we're gonna move on was to one last cover? fight. One last fight here. Uh, Vladimir Kuzmin versus uh, Saik. Uh, I've never seen Saik fight. Maybe this was his one debut. Maybe you could check that for me. I haven't seen him fight before. I know they threw a lot of light late notice fights on when they took off Stamp and the Nongo fights. Um, maybe mm -hmm. this was one of them, but Kuzman has been in there with some good guys. Um, but I've never seen Saik before. Um, Let's see if I can find it. But this was a fun fight, huh? Um, fun Muay Thai in a cage. Uh, this is the only thing that he has, by the way, in uh, Tapology is just his fight yesterday. Well, Tapology doesn't really track like Muay Thai, yeah, so a lot of these guys don't have, um, you know. Uh, but it was a fun fight. Uh, Early on, Kuzmin lands a big right hand. I think it was the second round that dropped Saik. Saik looking like a 
like a Middle Eastern Carlos Condit out there with weird angles and like weird lunges. He's got the beard, the hair. It looks just like him. Uh, it was cool to watch him work in there. I could see uh, he was He was kind of a step behind, uh, but I, I do like him. Kuzman's good too. So um, good showing from Saik. Uh, but you wanted to talk about some stuff in this fight, huh? Well, I was just going to say that the winner of this fight was Olivier Cost. We talked about Why the refing. So for me, the way that he handled the eye poke, right? Mm-hmm. Eye poke happens and he stops it. You know, he calls time just like any ref should. But then he looks at the fighter and he goes, hey, you good? You yeah. good? Let's yeah. go. Right? And he brings him back out. And sure enough, the fighter's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Where a lot of times you're like, hey, time. Hey, you got time. You yeah. got time. You got five bring minutes. somebody in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, I, I think he saw, okay, it's not as severe. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I saw it, but it wasn't that bad. Like, hey, you good? You good? Come on. Come on in. That, and then the knee, right? You see the the, uh, the illegal let's knee? The, let's see the knee, huh? Yeah, so boom. There's the illegal knee right there. Hey, he, he, kicks the, that he kicks the leg out as he's coming in. So he drops to a knee and then lands his own knee to the head while he's clearly boom. down. And Olivier, look, you can see Olivier's running in before he even... Yes, but this is what I love. Right yeah. away, right? It's no like, hey, that's a hard warning, you know, or like, hey, it was accidental. Yeah. We we deemed it as accidental. It was just here's his yellow card, and immediately point deduction. Yeah, and watch him here. He's already running in, like, no, no, no. He's like, he tried to stop it too. <laughs> he started to stop it from happening. Gives him the yellow so card. Good, takes, a, takes a point away. Yeah. So just winner no- of the winner of the fight, Olivier Cost. The boss. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, let's watch the hey. knockdown too from Kuzman, huh? Because it was a good yeah, knockdown. Let's do it. <laughs> AJ McCover, you should have been there for the Aljo fight. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this right hand. Bam. Bam. Kyrion, not a fan of Olivier Cost. Bam. Beautiful right hand. Look at that. Sets it up with the jab. Yep. Money, dude. Good shout stuff, out one for letting man. us show the clips too, by the way. Yeah, shout out one. Uh, man, I think that was all we we're going to cover though. Uh, uh, had some fun watching uh, Souza grapple. Oh yeah, uh, uh, pocket monk. Ooh, to open the car oh, yeah. for submission, sick. Really that good tight. too, man. Really good too. I like that guy. That's the one where uh, Miato ended up uh, pretty devastated after the loss. Where my boy Anatoly had to go yeah. and console him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Zihao versus uh, Suzuki, fun fight as well. The um, opening fights were very good. Yeah, I, I was very happy fights. with opening fights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, overall, I really enjoyed the event more than. Uh, UFC Vegas Abu Dhabi, yeah, Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, Tankai gets a bonus for the knockout on Tan Lee. Uh, Malikin gets a bonus for uh, becoming the triple champ, first ever triple champ, huh? Um, fantastic, but fun, fun stuff, you know. Um, yeah, fun card. Austin saying nasty bulldog choke, yeah, that bulldog choke from Yamakita was insane, and the way that he used the fence. As leverage, yeah, that was tight. Nasty. Reminded me of a uh, toasty, huh? Yeah, and then uh, you you hear toasty the corner. Who was the ref in that one? Who was the ref in that one? Because you hear the corner going, uh, his feet sure. are on the fence. His feet are on the fence, and uh, the ref was like, "No, he's pushing off of it." He responded yeah, yeah. to the corner and said, "He's pushing <laughs> off of it." And I was like, was "Oh it? man, I don't know, but it was on top of it, Herb, let's watch God. Huh? Herb Dean. Oh, there it is. Look at the way that he's." Le- that's sick, dude. Because he had the bulldog token for uh, a minute, you know, and, and he then flipped over with it. That they got into that position. Yeah, flipped over with it, and he sees a fence, 
creates that leverage where now he's just cranking up even more. What a yeah. finish, man. Fun fight. Fun fight. I, I, I told you Pocket Monk is one to watch. He's uh, he's very good. Cool-ass nickname, too, huh? Pocket Monk. Pocket Monk, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, that's good. I'll take that. Well, hey, shout-out to Austin, Ganscow, Genevieve, HLB Comer was on fire today, Keith, Blunderbub, Colleen. Um, I'm missing anybody? I think that's it. Ganscow, Austin, Keith, HLB Comer, yeah. Blunderbub, Genevieve. Fun stuff, huh? Uh, he says his toes were in the fence. I'm going to have to go back and look. Keith, um, you watch that dirty mouth of yours, man. <laughs> you don't, don't talk you bad about my boy, Herbie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but look, let's see. What uh, what do we got next week, huh? We got a lot next week. Uh, uh, yeah, we have UFC 299. Uh, which one event is going on next week, too? We got UFC 299. We look got at the curly hair in the background. Yeah, that's fantastic. O'Malley versus Cheeto, two Poye versus Benoit Saint Denis, Kevin Holland versus Michael Venom Page. What? Oh, that's gonna uh, be a fun fight. Gilbert Burns versus Jack Della, Sonia Dawn versus Piotr Jan, Curtis Blades versus Jelton Almeida, uh, Gamrot versus Dos Anjos, <laughs> Munoz versus uh, Phillips is very fun. Pedro Munoz versus Kyler Phillips is a fun fight. That's a very fun fight. Yes, Michelle Pajeda is on there. We got uh, the boy making UFC debut. Different Pajeda. Oh, Michelle Pajeda. Um, but we got uh, Despagne. I think that's how you say it. Uh, he's like six foot seven. He's got the longest reach in the UFC, making his debut. Been watching him outside of the UFC. One to watch. He's against Josh Parisian. Not going to be a great night, I don't think, for Parisian. Um, but it's a fun card. Uh, yeah, and then. Man. Don't then sleep on got, that one, though, on the Pajeda versus uh, Alex Achek. That's, that's going to be one. a fun fight. That's a good one. HLB Comer says, oil me up. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> it is fun, dude. Um, we got, what's, what's after that next week? We got. Uh, International Women's Day card from one. Janet Todd versus Petjija. Alicia Helen Rodriguez versus uh, Morales. Dude, going to be a banger. Uh, Absolutely. We got, if we pull up the card, um, it is a very, very good card. Um, what do we got? Let me pull it up. Kinda, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised they don't have a stamp on it uh, for the... Um, uh you know the women's card she's headlining jackie... one though soon aren't isn't she soon yeah yeah uh we got jackie boontons on there again we got my girl martina kaczynski versus uh at a, uh, a arena you know that's a banger um that's barbie versus martina lara uh pizza fernandez dude pizza power let's go uh it's a fun card and then we got something else Joshua, we got something else. Joshua versus Nganu. Come on, dude. So Joshua good. versus Nganu. If you haven't played the mobile game that they put on the website, where it's like eight bit fighter game with Nganu versus Pat, uh, Joshua, you get. Oh, you can actually you play it. Yeah, I sent you the screenshot, and you're like, I'm not even gonna reply. Um, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, it's super basic, but it's fun. Oh, you know? it's, it's, it made that's a awesome. Promote the damn thing. Uh, if you haven't watched the trailer. If you haven't watched the trailer that they made where they're beating each other up and it's like video game style, it's fucking awesome. Just Austin says, fun. imagine if Nganu gets the W with a KO. Don't, dude, don't even, because I'll go nuts. I yeah. will go nuts. And you know yeah. what? The entire MMA world, the boxing world will go nuts. It would be dude. huge. And don't count You know what? Boxing needs it, dude. Boxing needs boxing Francis needs to knock out Joshua. Boxing needs Francis to knock out Joshua and then his next fight be in the PFL and say, y'all can wait. That's oh, what that would be that, sick. The, the MMA tight. world needs this. Yeah. 
Yeah, MMA Jeez. MMA world's been taking some lumps in the box no, uh, for a while. No pressure in Ganu. There's a lot <laughs> riding on this right now. Yeah, do it for us, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks again to everybody that joined us. It was an absolute blast. Uh, hopefully, we get to do more of these uh, watch along parties or the fight companions, whatever you want to call them, because it's definitely a blast watching fights with y'all. And then, uh, of course, next Sunday we'll try to recap again as long yep. as life allows it. Um, and then, oh, I was gonna say uh, this podcast produced by Richard Pustos, but not today, huh? This podcast, today, uh, huh? but normally let's give, by... let's give him his flowers, anyways, huh? Rich, Rich yeah, let's do does it. a great job on this show. He does. But like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We're trying to reach 11,000 subscribers. We're rolling our way. Uh, just uh, less than a year ago, we were like, hey, we're trying to reach 2,000. And now we're close to 11,000. So thank you, everybody, for the support. And, uh, yeah, let your uh, your mamas, your papas, your aunties, your uncles, let everybody know. If they like MMA, join us. Shout out to Rich the Casual, our producer. And uh, shout out to you, Will, holding it down, doing double duty, bro. Great job, man. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Come everybody. On, hey, you're like the... You're like the mannequin of podcasting. Whoa. You're champion yeah. multiple. I'll take that. Oh. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another uh, week, I guess you could say, special episode, Saturday episode of Story of the Fight.